Welcome to the Unsupervised Mom Podcast, a weekly conversation about the grins and grime of single motherhood while learning to navigate it God's way. I'm your host, Javon Brown, Christian leader, educator, business owner, and most importantly, mom. I'm not a single mom expert. I'm an expert at being the type of mom God has called me to be. And so are you. I know that God wants us to excel in everything we do. And this includes parenting, even while going at it seemingly unsupervised. For more insights and inspiration, follow the unsupervised mom on Instagram and take this journey with me. While I hope you love listening to and learning from the podcast, it is not meant to be a substitute for a relationship with a Christian pastor, counselor, or physician. Weekly mornings with my daughter are the most seamless when we have each taken care of certain tasks in the evening. Her responsibilities include making sure her backpack is folder and pencil ready, laying out her school clothes for the next day, setting up the diffuser with whatever oil she prepares while sleeping, and turning on her read aloud scriptures for the night. And of course, we cannot forget taking a bath and brushing her teeth. And some of my tasks consist of making her lunch, ironing her clothes before she sets them out, setting her alarm, double checking that her backpack and clothes are ready and being the perfect snuggle buddy ever. The list works for us because well, mamas, we can't do everything and teaching our children responsibility bit by bit, piece by piece is key to their social, emotional, mental and spiritual development. I'm also pretty confident about the flow of our mornings when we have each taken care of our individual lists because most times it seems as if the master list never ends. In fact, I find that the master list is usually top heavy with some ongoing adventure of where to go, what to do, who to call, what to finish. And while a division of the list helps, it was not until one of our seamless mornings turned into a not so seamless morning. And it was in this that I discovered that my list was not developed in a way that prepared me to be my best or her best. I didn't realize that in my doing, I was not prioritizing other significant needs in order to execute the master list itself. I was accomplishing tasks, but struggling to be prepared in a greater capacity. One morning, we were preparing to leave for the day, and this time, I only grabbed my keys and wallet because I didn't think a quick drop off to school required my backpack, which I usually carry when she and I are gone for a good brunt of the day. On the way to school, I realized she didn't have breakfast. Oh my God, epic mom fail number one. How did I not realize that she didn't eat? Great job, mom. So as soon as we pulled up on our school's block, I parked near its corner store to grab her some breakfast. There were students drowning the counter, squeezing past just to grab whatever they needed for the day. I took a deep breath because all I saw was an ocean of a weight and internally praying that this wouldn't make her late for school. That would definitely have been epic mom fail number two. As they were preparing her toasted roll, she sneezed and didn't move her mask in time to catch the sneeze into a tissue. It also happened to not be a little cutesy sneeze either. Her nose was weeping, and I'd like to blame the allergies for that. I instantly froze because 
I couldn't reach the napkins and it was more stressful to get through the crowd of students to get closer to the store's napkins and just as stressful trying to get the attention of the clerk who was helping the mass of kids. Could I have asked the students to pass me napkins? I'm sure. Could I have also raised my voice a little just to get someone's attention? Absolutely. It was such a small moment, but internally I couldn't help but to magnify how unprepared I felt for something as small as cleaning up a sneeze. I froze instead, staring at her nose, immediately reeling about how I fell short in some way. The prepared me would have flipped my backpack open to save the day and grab a piece of Kleenex. The prepared me would have also been ready with whatever else she needed in order to avoid the crash of self-talk that was not helping either one of us. What's more, I actually said out loud, let me grab a tissue. Her reply, mommy, you don't have your backpack? It's like she was near disgusted with my lack of preparedness. I'm sure the latter was the furthest thing from her mind, but I cringe knowing I just had the same conversation with myself. I told her that I didn't think to take it, but I would check hers for a tissue. And there was the ram in the bush. I did leave a travel pack of Kleenex in the smaller compartment of her backpack. There were only a few tissues left, but it was more than enough to help clean up her face. Now that her face was clean, she was now without a fresh mask. The prepared me would have reached into my backpack for another mask. I couldn't help but to feel at that moment that I should have done a better job ensuring her backpack was restocked with the things that help her to feel her personal best during the day. I also couldn't help but to realize that I worked so hard to ensure she is prepared with the larger things that she needs, her backpack itself, her lunch. But even in doing so, I failed to ensure that I was secured with what I needed to be prepared and that, that for the both of us. And it's interesting that even when I am prepared, she is most secure. When I am fully rested, she is more safe. When I am full of joy, she's happy. And it's nothing like reaching into your bag, mamas, and realizing that you forgot your headphones, your travel charger, or your lip balm, which is literally why I have one in different spaces, just so I don't have to move it around or recall where I placed it last. It's so uncomfortable not having everything you need when you are away from home. And that's to say that home is also fully restocked. So this is a good teaching moment for me and an even better point of revelation. I learned three things about myself in this moment. I'm my best self when I'm prepared. Plan Bs are helpful, but they should not be points of dependency. Plan Bs are just a secondary reference point. And lastly, I learned that we cannot expect others to be more prepared than us for us. This epiphany rang in my ears and struck me like a chord, stuck to me like a bee to a flower. We left the store and got her into the school doors on time. Her face was clear and she was able to get a replacement mask upon entering the school. Whew. When I returned home, however, I spent some private time mulling over God's definition of preparation and was led to the parable of the 10 virgins. The Bible teaches us that the kingdom of heaven will be like 10 virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. This means that they knew the bridegroom or Christ was coming back and they just were unsure about when. It goes on to share that five were foolish and five were wise. The five foolish virgins took their lamps, but not their oil. 
And it sounds like me taking my wallet and phone, but on my backpack. The five wise versions took oil jars and their lamps. They were prepared with enough resources to be secure while they waited. And when the people rang out that the bridegroom arrived, the five virgins that lacked oil for their lamps proposed to purchase oil from the five wise virgins. And the five wise virgins told them no and entered into the wedding banquet with the bridegroom. The five unwise virgins missed an opportunity improved in this one experience that they did not take the arrival of the bridegroom seriously. When they inquired, banging on the doors to be allowed inside the banquet, after the door was shut, the bridegroom declared that he did not know them. Well, of course not. Those who are prepared know what is required of them, and they make decisions from this knowledge and awareness. I was heavily convicted, and I was also encouraged that teaching moments like this get us closer to the Father. They help us to tighten our grip on his word, improve our dependency on his wisdom and grace to enlarge our capacity for both small and hard things. This was truly not about a sneeze or having more than enough tissue. This was more than a missing backpack. This was knowing that I must be prepared at all times for whatever comes and in this be reminded that someone else's life is dependent on my ability to be prepared and dependent on me owning a mindset of preparedness. So I present the same question to you, mamas. Where's your backpack? In what ways are you prepared to aid you in your child's safety and security? What measures have you yet taken, small or large, to feel prepared? What other tools do you need in order to rest in the security that preparation brings? Have you slacked maybe in your mommyhood preparation? your personal preparation? What about your professional or quite possibly your spiritual preparation? So here are three tips for preparedness. Number one, make a list of what you need in order to be mentally, emotionally, physically, financially, and spiritually prepared. Number two, double check each of those backpacks and determine what is missing. Number three, write out a plan of action for acquiring what is missing or lacking and reassess as the list changes. Mama, remember, your preparation is tied to you and your child's security, safety, and sanity, and capacity to get to what's next. Your preparation is tied to your destiny. Be ye also ready. That's it for this week, but that's not all. If you have some ideas about what you'd like to see featured on the podcast, let me know. I have some sweet plans, but your input is welcome. Feel free to send an email to hello at theunsupervisedmom.com. Don't forget to connect with me on Instagram at theunsupervisedmom, where this important conversation is in full color. The official hashtag for the podcast is hashtag unsupervised mom life. I'm your host, Javon Brown, and I'd love for you to subscribe and tell your single mom friends to do the same. Go on over to Apple Podcasts and Spotify to download the show and catch the weekly episodes. I'm looking forward to our next conversation. And remember, mama, you are she. C.
seen, heard, and enough. I love you, and most importantly, Jesus loves you. Later, y'all.